It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast, talking real estate right around the UAE and available on Spotify and Apple and of course wherever you get your podcast from. It's another Saturday morning, although at this time of the year, very easy to lose track. Days are just sort of melting into each other. But it is the weekend, and if you're interested in what the date is, it is December the 23rd, almost up to Christmas Day. Two more sleeps, kids. Not that there will be any children listening to the podcast. And if you are listening to the podcast and you are a kid, then your parents get them to give Mario a call because he will want to talk to you. And coming up in just a moment, we have the last Saturday morning property market update back again. This is the last one for 2023 before we head into 2024. Of course, we look back over the last seven days, some of the the interesting stories and the agents that are on with us have always got something interesting to to talk about and hasn't it been a busy year as far as growth is concerned you know we talk about the growth we talk about the yields the ROI the records being broken left and right migration numbers branded residences a developer's playground we have covered everything across 2023 and it was just a few months ago we were talking about Knight Frank they were predicting by 2028 that there will be around 85,000 homes delivered with around 69% being apartments which is almost 60,000 units approximately 40,000 homes are projected for completion this year we better get a hurry on we're just about there at the end with some likely delayed into next year and about 42,000 units are expected to be completed between 2024 and 2028 indicating continued upward pressure on prices due to the supply and demand and then you mix into all of that the population growth exceeding 3.5 million. It's the Saturday morning property market update. Join us for a deep dive into the world of real estate on the Dubai Property Podcast. Yeah, I did say it is a Saturday and joining us this morning is Raunak Thacker, also Simon Dornauer, and we do have Mario Volpe. And let me come to you, Mario. It'd be quite funny, wouldn't it, if there were children listening to the podcast? But if they are, you'd certainly want to hear from them, wouldn't you? I definitely would. Perhaps they'd be listening in the background if uh, if the parents have actually got the podcast, you know, on loudspeaker. Them specifically tuning in, not so sure, but always welcome any questions from any of the listeners. Just talking about the growth, the yields, the ROI, the records being broken and all of those units, apartments and homes being built 2024, it's going to be another crazy busy year. Yeah, I think I think 24 will be pretty much more of the same, although maybe not as frenetic. I mean, the, the rises that we've seen this year have been quite steep and that's been on the back of a, an excellent 2022 as well. So, you know, we continue with this bull run and the reason we continue with this bull run, I think, and you touched upon it in the in the preamble there, is 
the population growth. That has been the driving force for pretty much all the developers. We talked about millionaires coming and that then brought in more luxury projects. Uh, but generally speaking, the fact that we have an imbalance of people coming in to live, live here in Dubai and the projects that are being launched and handed over, uh, whilst that imbalance is still in play, then we will continue to see uh, house price increases. That rise of increase will be determined by what happens throughout the year. We can't continually just go up exponentially, but I do see positive house price growth next year as well. Yeah, and it was really interesting, and I'm going to come to you, Simon, to talk about this because we have, Mario, talked about the way in which these apartments have become smaller over the last probably three or four years in particular. You know, if you were buying something 15 years ago, you were getting a pretty large apartment, including a decent-sized bedroom. Nowadays, the bedrooms are not as big. And now this is a consideration, isn't it, Simon? Because I think you had one particular client who was looking for a decent sized bedroom and it was a bit of a struggle, was it? Yeah, absolutely, Greg. And that was actually the main challenge we had finding that particular client the perfect home um, because the developers nowadays reduce the size uh, sometimes of the bedrooms, of the total square foot as well. And now you have to compare a lot in order to find the right property for the right price. Yeah, and I guess it's not just the bedroom, it's also they want the space in the bedroom and the ensuite and the walk-in. Yeah, absolutely, Craig. And uh, this particular client where I'm talking about, the person, actually a family, they wanted to have huge space and they wanted to have something which is new. And that was the challenge because if you go to an area where you find a property which may be already a couple of years on the markets, chances are higher, as you already said, that you find a property which is more spacious. And as you said, with the walk-in closet, with all the other factors, maybe a balcony as well, and they are all very important altogether for a family which is actually looking for a new home for themselves. You know, I love doing the the podcast on a Saturday morning. Never know who I'm really going to be talking about. It's a great melting pot of nationalities. First time we've spoken, Simon, so we're about to you from. Yeah, actually, I was born in Austria and uh, my father's from Egypt, so I have like a kind of a mixture in my blood. And how long have you been in Dubai? Well, I came to Dubai two and a half years ago. And once I arrived, I knew exactly this is my new place to be. This is my home. Uh, I love the city. I love everything literally around here. And that's why I stay here. All right, so great to have you on the podcast this morning. Let's go to you, Raunak, and and let's just talk about how important repeat business is from a real estate agent's point of view, because, I mean, it's so important in terms of business, period. It's 101 fundamental, really. And when somebody gets to know you, I guess you might have had a client in the past that could have been really finicky with stuff. But once they come to know you, they understand the procedure. If you've got somebody second time round, it just speeds the whole process up, doesn't it? Absolutely, Craig. Recently, I actually got a client who reached out to me. He actually bought a property with me last year. He was so hesitant to send any documents 
or to like send a picture of a check to make an offer. He actually had lawyers involved during that whole process the first time. Now he's purchased a second property and the first one for his personal residence and the second one was for his investment. And it's because he trusted me so much the last time. This time he did not double check any documents. He didn't involve any lawyers. He had absolute confidence in me and our conveyance team. And I guess, Mario, this is something that you see quite a lot in terms of your team, because as the listeners will know, you're managing a huge team of 100 people. And I guess it's one of those things where you try and instill in them that, hey, you know, once you get the client, it's not just the fact that you've sold something to them, that repeat business is coming your way. It might be 12 months, two years, five years, whatever, but it is coming back if you do a good job. Yeah, I mean, Craig, you, that's that's the best thing that we always opt for. You know, we work so hard in trying to find new clients, reaching out to people, canvassing, prospecting, all of this, all to try and find new clients. But if we actually, and I'm talking generally now, if we actually treat the clients that we have with respect, with information, these people then are happy and will speak about us, give us good reviews, and then, as you say, come back to us. So hearing that story, for me, is music to my ears because, A, it shows that we did a good job the first time round, uh, but not just that the guy's actually bought another property, but how he's bought it. He has complete confidence, not just, dare I say, in Raunac, but in the whole of the system of how Dubai buys and sells units and properties. And I think that is one of the most important key factors for a real estate agent nowadays that they really care about the clients and they really go all the way fully committed to find exactly what they need. And just in terms of the vendor, I mean, if you've had service from a real estate agent that didn't really meet your needs and they're saying, well, look, we'd love repeat business, just uh, shop elsewhere. Go and find another agent that is going to do it a little bit better next time around for you. Don't feel as if you have to stick with that same agent. Now, Simon, Blue Waters Island, tell us a little bit about this because you are specialising in that area. I'm just trying to think how much we've talked about Blue Waters Island. I don't think we have at all. So what are some of the standout features? Why did you want to specialise in Blue Water Island and what are some of the the standout features? Yeah, great question, uh, Craig. This is actually very simple, limited supply. I mean, when you look at the Blue Waters Island, when you look at where prices have gone, this is actually crazy to me, but that shows and demonstrates how valuable the whole area and the whole place is because people who want to live in that like limited supply community, they have like all the advantages there. You live on a kind of an island completely on yourself with only a limited um, number of buildings there. And those are actually the reasons why I think specializing in this area gives me the advantage and gives me actually tools in my hand to be known very fast and to be the go-to guy on the whole island. Here you go, the go-to guy on the island. Mario, we haven't spoken about Blue Water Islands. I think that's something that we can talk about for sure into 2024, maybe a few breakdowns price-wise and that sort of thing. Yeah, definitely we can do that. But uh, just to add to Simon's point, and one of the things he didn't say is exactly where Blue Water Island is. So for the purpose of the listeners, it isn't actually an island, ironically. Uh, Technically, it's a peninsula because you've got to get to it from the mainland. It's literally just a a, a piece of uh, reclaimed land. It wasn't there before. It's a bit like the palm. So it was man-made. 
and it juts out just to the left of the end of where JBR is. So the marina and Jamira Beach residence where I live, there is this uh, sort of spit of land. They call it Blue Waters Island. It currently has a Caesars Palace Hotel, although that's going to be renamed. And as Simon says, very, very limited inventory with uh, townhouses and apartments that are there. Uh, There's lots of shops and it houses the world's tallest Ferris wheel, the Ain Dubai. Uh, there's also a Madame Tussauds there, lots of lovely restaurants, and it has an amazing view looking across the water, the bay where, where JBR is. So li- very limited inventory, and that's why prices have gone up exponentially this year. Okay, all right. So that is all about Blue Waters Island this morning. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, the credit card Rownack sometimes gets a, a good old thrashing around this time, particularly at Christmas time. You've got a client who has made a purchase, an off-plan purchase of property, and he paid 30% down payment via his credit card. Pretty interesting, I thought. The reason for that is very simple. Instead of like doing bank or transfer or cash where all of his money would have gone, this particular credit card he was going to use was giving him a cashback offer. But um, the other credit card which he used actually had miles in it. So for every purchase that he had done through that credit card, so every time he had swiped that card, one third of it was converted to miles. And uh, since he travels a lot frequently, uh, that's the reason he opted to pay with credit card. And this is like, to be honest, the first time I've seen someone paying a full down payment of 525000 via credit card. Okay, and I, I want to come back to you, Simon, just for the the first quarter of 2024. You know, all the focus is on Christmas, the end of the year. How do you think the market for you personally is going to be for the, the first Q1 of 24 in Dubai? Well, I believe, Greg, that the market is going exactly into my favor. Why? Because of my attitude and because of the way how I approach the market, the way how I create my opportunities will lead to the fact that this will be my most successful quarter. I'm absolutely confident about this. And that's actually independent of what all goes on around the world. I believe there are all like potential buyers out there who are looking for a property. And the only thing they need is actually an agent who delivers good quality service. Hey, Mario, he's backing himself. That's what you want to hear, Mario. Well, I have to say, when I first met Simon, the the one thing that uh, struck me was his confidence. And I just knew I had to have him in the team. So it's a shame he's hearing this because no doubt his head's getting bigger as we speak. But definitely, he's a great guy, delivers great service, and he knows what he's talking about. And that's, that's the important thing. And talking of the market, now back to you, Raunek, uh, all sorts of different areas going off in 2023. We've talked about most of them. So what areas do you think have appreciated the most this year for 2023? The area that is actually appreciated a lot this year and the most is uh, Blue Waters itself. I thought that was the reason Simon actually took Blue Waters because that area appreciated a lot. The prices went up from 3,500 square foot to 4,500 dirhams per square foot, which is like a 31% increase uh, in the price. And when it comes to like villas, it was Palm Jumeirah actually, where the prices went up from 4,000 drums per square feet all the way to 6,000 drums per square foot. And that's almost like a 50% increase just this year. And that's why I was like, because uh, Mario had actually said once that he does the sexy areas of the buy. So now I know why they're called the sexy areas of the buy. 
Yes, Raunak, and I think that that is likely to continue for 2024. All right, well, that kind of wraps us up. The very last Saturday property market update for the Dubai property sector. Have yourselves a great Christmas and enjoy the wind-up for the rest of the year. Yeah, f- thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I wish everyone a Merry Christmas, a good rest of the year and a perfect start into the next year. Thank you, Craig. As always, an amazing uh, weekend. It's the last few days, so get those Christmas presents in. Merry Christmas to all the listeners. Thank you, Craig, and a Merry Christmas to the listeners and a Happy New Year to everyone. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.